son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. It's the Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right. The Last Stand, unfiltered, straight talk from some of the biggest names in the sport. And I tell you what, our guest today is still one of the biggest names in the sport of boxing. In fact, he is the second fastest man to become a four-division world champion. He's known as The Problem. He is Adrian Broner. A.B., welcome to The Last Stand. What's up, y'all? What's good? It's good to have you on, man. And listen, let me get to a very serious question right off the jump. How are you, especially mentally, how is Adrian Broner? Adrian Broner don't give a fuck right now about nothing, especially boxing. I don't give a fuck about boxing at this point. Uh... Nothing, nothing exciting. Nothing, nothing, nothing excites me at this moment. But my kids, you know, they do new things every day that, that make me laugh. But everything's watered down, man. And the reason why I ask you how you're doing mentally, because you know, obviously, recently you spend seven days in Ohio jail for violating a probation case. But you I'm told gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you something. I was more at peace in jail. Why? I was, I was more at peace. Nobody called me. Nobody could call me. Nobody could ask me for anything. I didn't have to spend no money. I was at peace, man. And and I was in my room. I was they had me in solitary, um, uh, twenty two hours a day inside. I only get two hours out. So, yeah, they 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 treated me like a murderer. But I was at peace. And and the reason why I asked you that mentally was because. You, you said, quote, you told the judge, listen, I'm struggling. My, life, my wife have, has left me. I needed counseling. So have you talked to a, a trained professional at all about your mental health? Um, I t- I'm just chilling, man. I ain't, I ain't about to go talk to a stranger. I don't even, t- I don't like telling my, I'm too secretive. I, I don't like telling my business. So why would I go talk to a stranger, you know? I'd rather just talk to my mom. And, and listen, we, we've seen how other professional sports, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, they provide uh, mental health professionals for their athletes. Do, do you see, think see, 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 I'm in a sport where they don't give a fuck about you. They, 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 they don't care. You know, um, after, after you fight, they don't, no one call you. No one, no one really calls you. I mean, I talk to Al Heyman every day, but, but, 
outside of no one no one called nobody care about what you do you know boxing is a you know boxing is a lonely sport you know nobody will never understand it until they really in it and you know uh i handle it different you know I, i've grown i've grown a lot and i handle a lot of things different at this point but i'm not thinking about no boxing right now yeah, yeah. Do, do, is it time for boxing to look into that? I mean, because you hear so many boxers say, hey, after a loss or after something, I went through depression. Is it time for boxing to start? I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna tell, I had to talk to um, when Danny when Danny took his loss, when, after he took his first loss, it was real tough on him. Then he took another loss. It was hard for him to take it. And um, he, he came to me and he asked me, like, how you, how you do it? You know, he, when he see me, I'm always just in good spirit. You know, I'm always in a good mood. And you know, I was just like, I had to let him know, like, bro, like, you you just got to get past that because at the end of the day, you can't win them all. You can't mm. win them all. Mm. You, fought, you fought a great fight. You fought a great fight. Now get past it. Get on to the next one. Get back in the gym. You'll be all right. You, you know, you, you've created A.B., um, this character who – has been one of boxing's biggest draws. And it really, it, it seems like even the persona, A.B., that you created has gotten so big that is it, has it gotten to a point where you can't turn it off or it's hard for you to know when to turn it off? <laughs> the, crazy, the crazy thing is, crazy thing is, it's no switch. This is literally me every day I wake up. This is just me. Some people are like, oh, that's a persona, that's a, whatever, whatever you call it. But this is really just me, just being myself. You, know, you, you can ask my first grade teacher to, to, to the last school grade I was in. You know, I, I've always been this way. Mm. And you said earlier, you said, listen, I, I've changed. Uh, I've grown. In what ways? Um... I just I, I do more thinking before I do things now. I, you know, uh, you know, at first it was just like on go and whatever. I never thought about. It, I just did it, you know, and that 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 somewhat got me in certain situations. But you know, now you know, I just try to think about things and um, try to do things the right way. Uh, let Let me ask you about a serious uh, topic that's going on in our country right now. Uh, obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on, social unrest uh, that is engulfing this country. What do you think about everything that is going on right now? Uh, and do you think that maybe fighters should be using their platform like others, whether it's in the NBA and the NFL are doing? Um, honestly, <laughs> what's going on in the world right now ain't doing nothing but help us. And, and, and I'm talking about us as, as, as African-Americans. <laughs> a lot of my niggas, man, <laughs> they touching some, some crazy money right now in the street. So it, it ain't did nothing but help us. But, you know, it, what's going on is crazy. You know, the world shut down, really. But, you know, um, I'm just sitting waiting patiently. You certainly had some run-ins with, with the law. What do you tell your young sons? Um, man, live your life. Live your life, man. Try to make the best decision. And whatever, whatever you do, you got to stand up to it. You know, uh, you can't always call dad. You can't always call mom to get you out of these problems. So 
you know, that's why when people see me in, in every situation, I got to smile because I understand, you know, you know, I'm here because something I've done. So, you know, I'm okay with any decision I make. Um, back in May, uh, mm -hmm. you, you went on social media and you demanded that Al Heyman, the PBC Showtime, pay you $10 million for right. your retiring and pursuing the rap career. Was that just posturing? No. I'm dead serious. I d I've done too much for, for, for Steven. And oh, I, I've done, I've, I've, I've paid my dues. I've, I've fought champion after champion after champion. And, you know, at this point, you know, um, you know, I, I built my name. I, I built a crazy resume and the fans want to see me fight. So if they're smart, you know, I know that the numbers ain't looking good too good right now. <laughs> and, and um, I'm a businessman too. So I know business, you know, and, you know, after, after seeing, after seeing Steve, you know, we had our talks and I think they're going to get on track. And, and and that 10 million is that for one fight or is that for 10 million for a couple of fights or a series of fights? No, 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 no. One cuz it's cuz it, it only get greater later. You know, um I understand I understand I understand that I only got one window and my window is closing. I'm still young, but my window is I I've, I've been I've been a professional for what 12 13 years now so mm -hmm. you know i know that my window is closed and i've done a lot of things early in my career you know but um you know now it's just time to to, to make the most lucrative decisions and you know that's all i'm doing at this point i i always see uh, anytime you go on social media or you you talk about something you always use hags, hashtag adjusting to fame the what does that mean what does um, that mean? That's that's actually the name of my album that I'm gonna drop. And um when you dropping album, it soon. But um I choose that name because you know um it's just it, it it fits my life, everything I'm going through, you know, uh being in this position, having this voice, uh but I still act you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not crazy is what you trying to you about to say something crazy. You know, huh? I, I still I still act like I'm I, I was I'm I'm the broke A B, you know. I I really don't care about the money, the fame, the name, you know. I you know that's but but I'll be having to catch myself because you know, in certain situations I'll be forgetting like damn I'm really A B. I can't really be I can't do it, can't be out here like this. So, you know, um that's all it is. What what's the holdup on, on on the album? So I mean, I heard um, you got I heard you got you got some some bangers on there. You got duets yeah. with all kinds of cats on there, features from everybody. So what's yeah. the holdup when you dropping it? Um, the holdup. Um, I gotta I gotta get um some paperwork, some paper, cause you know this is my first time really doing, you know, doing this music thing, and I didn't know you you had to do all of this technical stuff get the paperwork and get stuff cleared and stuff like that so um that's that's what i'm working on at this moment and so we'll see it in the fall we'll see it 
I can't put no date on it. I don't want to put no date on it. Okay, okay, okay. I want, well, you I, want wait, I want people to just wake up and it's out. Okay, I got you. Um, this summer, you had some, some public beefs, and one started with Devin Haney. Realistically, <laughs> do you see that fight in your future with Devin Haney? I don't need a Devin Haney. Devin Haney need Adrian Broner. At this, I don't. I don't need a Devin Haney. <laughs> I don't. I don't need no Devin. What do that? Let's be honest. What do I get out of knocking out Devin Haney? Nothing. Everybody, everybody gonna be like, "Hey, uh, uh, he was supposed to do that. He's bigger, faster, stronger. He was supposed. He just did what he's supposed to do." I got everything to lose against a Devin Haney. I got nothing to win from that. Uh, recently, Regis Progray has talked about uh, fighting you. Uh, he's now signed with the PBC. Is that fight realistic in your future? Um, yeah, it can be realistic, but he don't got nothing for me. That's just a, that's another, that's another, that's nothing. At this point, at this point, when I do return to boxing, for me, my fans, you know, I got I got a lot of fans that hate me. I got I got I got the best of both worlds. So a lot of, a lot of people hate me, but there's a lot of people that love me too. And those people, they just want to see me win. It don't matter who I fight. I can fight you, Brian. And and the world is gonna watch and they just wanna see me win. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I've heard that Adrian Broner is coming back to Showtime Championship Boxing in January against Ivan Redcatch. I know you've heard that. Uh, Ivan Redcatch even tweeted out a picture of you being knocked down and him standing over you. <laughs> Talk to me about this fight, man. Man, I would, I would, I would love to go in there and stop him. Uh, it would be a good fight, you know, uh, especially of me coming off. I've been off for, what, two years? Um... I don't, I don't care at this point. I mean, as long as my money right, we're going to have a hell of a fight. I'm going to fuck him up, though. He asking for it. He been begging for it. Are, are you training? I mean, I, I, I ain't too big right now. <laughs> I, I'm sure you saw the sparring video. Of Gervonta in Red Catch. What yeah. did you think when you saw that sparring video? Uh, I knew it. I mean, come on, man. He ain't. Listen, he a nice opponent. That's all I got to say. Hell of an mm -hmm. opponent. Um, I, every fighter who comes on this show, I always ask him this question. Put management aside. Put manager. If it's up to Adrian Broner, give me your next three fights? Um, my next three fights. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> what's up? I'll, I'll fight. I'll fight the last three people. Chocolatito fought. <laughs> 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 that guy, man, that guy's so small. We want realistically. Adrian <laughs> says, I'm, I'm, he says, I'm coming back to fight. Line these three guys up and let's get it on. I'm on my kids, bro. I'm like, I'm
right, I say Ivan Redcatch. Um um Redcatch Ivan. And um Ivan Redcatch. <laughs> um <laughs> what do you think, Adrian, is your best fighting weight right now? At this point in your career, best fighting weight for you? 140. 140? Hmm. Could you see Adrian Broner even going, getting to 135 again? I can make it easy. Really? Hmm. But you feel 140 right now is probably the best weight for you? Yeah, I can make, I can make 35, though. Yeah. You know, I'll I, I be having to eat in camp. I'll be... I be I be having to eat big. They, my, my chef, they be having to um, make my portions bigger because I be getting so small. You know, you, you, let's talk about your career because you look back, second fastest man to become a four-division world champion in boxing. When you look back on your career, A.B., what is the highlight? What was the signature of Adrian Broner's career thus far? Man, honestly, man, Things was going so fast. Every it seemed like it was yesterday. I was just a little fighter, and then the next day I was just the biggest boxer in the world. So you know, <laughs> I, it was just moving so fast, man. But um, still to this day, the the, the 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 fight I had the most fun in, and you know. Um, was the Madonna fight. Hmm. Really? I, lo I loved it. I loved it. Why? I loved every bit about it because, because I really fought. You know, I, he was about to quit too. He was about to quit and a lot of fighters would have quit in my position, in the position that I was in and how hurt I was. But the way I, when I looked at it, I was like, I fought the shit out of him. I see why he retired. And, you know, um, that's one of my best fights I, I ever had, I think. Wow. Um, how did that loss change you as a fighter? Because it was the first time, it was the first time you had taken a loss. It was the first time you had ever been down. How did it change um, you as a fighter? It made me a little bit more cautious in the ring. It made me... um a little less reckless um, and more patient. Uh, I f see, see when, I, when I fought him, I was thinking, I, I, was just, I was just thinking with my heart instead of, instead of being smart and thinking with my brain. You know, uh, I could have made it easy. I got all the ability in the world to, 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 to make it easy, but I was just fighting with my heart. I, I, everyone that when they when they watch you fight, they always say the same thing. I've even heard some guys who've been in your corner saying, "If Adrian would just throw, if he would just throw more, do you think that fight changed you? Is that one of the reasons why we don't see, let's say, the punch output as much per round from Adrian Broner because of that fight?" No, um, I never. I just never been. I never been a big big punch output per you know I, I throw punches but I'm more 
of an accurate, you know, you know, place place my shots and you know, I don't just being there just winging. Because I'm sure you've heard it. Um, uh, and, and we've even seen uh, in the corners, you know, your trainer looking and saying, Adrian, I need you to throw. I need you to throw, you know, and, and, and every, it seems like every fight fan says the same thing when they watch Bron. Why does he not throw more? Well, it's just certain situations, man, you know. Uh, see, see, when I was younger, I took more, more chances, more chances, more chances, but, you know. Maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll change back, but no, we'll see. So I was doing some reading um, because I knew I was going to talk to you. So I was just, you know, doing some reading up on you and what peop some people have written. Uh, this one piece they had wrote on you said, had the potential to go down possibly as one of boxing's greats, but has let the prime of his career slip because of a lack of discipline and self-control. Is that criticism fair? Um, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I don't care about what people write about I me. Mean, as long as they write about me, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. As long as you write something about me. Now I get worried when they stop writing about me. That's when I'll get worried. But as long as they still writing about me, I'm all right. Let me focus on that last lack of discipline, self-control. Is that though criticism of you? Man, listen, if anybody know me, they know I'm the most disciplined <laughs> man in the world. When, when, it, when it comes to me handling my business and um, um, doing what I got to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I do that. I'm not going to get sidetracked. I'm not, 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 not going to. If, if, if I can't see my wife and kids, if I can't have sex, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, so I was looking, looking up. And I, I, I was kind of shocked that your last victory came in February of 2017. So that means 0-2-1 in your last three fights. I'm sure you've had time to reflect. Why do you think you went, you went winless in those fights? Um, I mean, shit happens. Shit happens. But... You know, um, I don't sit in sorrow. I don't, I don't, you know, you know, I, I take it for it. I take it for what it is. And, you know, uh, you know, it's on to the next one. It's on to the next one. They say you're not, you, you're not nothing uh, but your last performance. And, and my last performance, you know, I, I fought, fought a nice fight, fought a good fight. But, you know, um, after my next performance, I think every, every it just shut all the critics up and, and they'll know, they'll know I will be champion again. And, until I do. We had, we had uh, Tank Davis on the show. We had yeah. Errol Spence on the show. And let mm -hmm. me tell you something. They both gave nothing but rave reviews about you. And both said how Adrian, I could go to him for counsel. How Adrian gave me nothing but the best advice uh, about being a man, about how to handle fame, how to handle the fight game. So I know people are going to say, well, why doesn't Adrian listen to his own advice? <laughs> I, I just do, I, man, I just, I just do what I feel, man. You know, um, if I feel like it's the right thing to do, I'm going to do it, you know. But 
when 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 you got guys looking up to me and they coming to me for advice and and, and they telling me their situations, you know, I I give them nothing but the the the, the best thing to do, you know, because I don't I don't want them to make the mistakes I've made already. Hmm. You know, you know they they just now, you know, picking up and becoming, you know, big big names in the sport and getting the fame and all of that. So, you know, I'm I don't want them to make the mistakes I've made. You know, you know, certain decisions and just spending reckless money and you know what I'm saying. So, you know, even when they with me, I, I I I just watch them. Man. I'm just a big bro. That's it. If there was one thing that you could, if you could go back and change one thing, uh, when you look at your career, what would be that one thing you would change? Uh, if I could change one thing about my career? Yeah, if there was any, if there was a fight, if there was, or anything that had happened, you said, man, I wish I, wish I could go back and redo that one. Is there anything that you would change? Yeah, it, it's something I'll change. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably change socks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I won't change nothing about my career, but some socks, man. That's how much <laughs> I love my career. <laughs> I wouldn't want to change nothing because without them things happening, I wouldn't be as, I wouldn't be as this intelligent in the ring. I wouldn't have um, as much knowledge as I got. So, so that's the only thing I probably changed, man. <laughs> Some socks. <laughs> have you have you fallen back in love with the sport again? Because it seems like we're going to see Adrian Broner at the beginning of the year. Has Adrian Broner fallen back in love with the sport? Crazy thing, I did. I did, but I needed this time off though. You got to think. Um, I've been boxing since I was six. Every, you know, a lot of people don't know boxing is an all year around sports so we get snow breaks we don't get breaks um so you know I, I was just like you know what i'm just i'll just take off i'll just take i need some time give us a sense because we've heard it from a number of fighters when you come up from let's say poverty um nothing all of a sudden you got this skill and you become a champion, it comes with money, it comes from all kinds of people coming after you, and you have to learn how to juggle that. And then you've got these people who are around you. Maybe, listen, when you were coming up, y'all didn't make the best decisions, but now that you're a champion, it's easy for someone to say, hey, you need to get rid of those guys. But it's hard, too, because those guys feel like, hey, we helped you make it. Right. Talk to me about navigating that and how hard that is, not only for a fighter or whether it's for any professional athlete? Um, well, 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 for me, I still got my same people that I uh, grew up with and, you know, you know, but, but you can't bring everybody with you because everybody don't know how to play a position. Everybody don't know, you know, how to contribute and, 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 and make you better. You know, I'm the only people I got around me now, they, they wake up every day to try to figure out ways to, 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 to make me better as a fighter, as a person. Um, uh, putting, putting my name in more business business moves and 
you know, you know, just looking out for the best of Adrian Broner. So, you know, um, just try to keep people around you that, 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 that want the best for you every day they wake up. Mm. Um, biggest misconception about Adrian because I've heard, hey, look, this is a guy who will walk down the street and give the homeless a $100 bill. And it could see somebody who's destitute will get the shirt off his back to them without the cameras around. Biggest misconception about Adrian Broner? Uh, I'm just loving dude, man. Um, I don't, I, I just, I just hate to see somebody hurt. I, I hate it. I can't stand it. Uh, that's just me. That's just me. Um, I don't know. I, that's just me. I don't, I don't, I don't do it for cameras. I don't do it for likes. It's just, I just do it. If, if I feel it in my heart, I do it. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Um, you've had... <laughs> You've had some epic run-ins with uh, some of my fellow members of the media. Uh, <laughs> Al Bernstein from Showtime, uh, Ray from Showtime. Uh, what is that about? <laughs> Why? No, nah, man. They, they was talking shit on Twitter, and they thought I didn't see it. They was. I, I promise you. I, I remember. I remember they was talking some bullshit about AB. So I, so when I seen him, I had to let him know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you you said it a few times. Look, you you would always be like, "Hey, I know the media is against me. Uh, the media doesn't want." You don't really believe that, do you? Um, I just know I'm a villain of the sport. You like it that way, though, don't you? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, why? Because. I, Good guy always come last, man. Think about it. Think about it. You got a you, you got a guy. He's faithful. He cooks. He cleans. He washes the car. And she get in and come fuck a nigga like me. <laughs> Good guy always finish last, man. <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. But I listen. I will always tell you this, and I've, I've told you this before. I, I remember we were in Brooklyn, and you had that press conference, and you got really upset. I think it was at Leonard and those guys, and you were like, "Pride, I know, I know the media's after me." I always tell you the same thing: whether you whether you lose or any boxer, they win or lose, our checks the same. So yeah. hey, good luck to y'all. I, I I don't yeah. pick no winners or losers. My check is going. If you win, I don't get no extra money. So right, always right, remember right. that. Always remember that. <laughs> there may be some people who have an agenda. You're absolutely right. Uh, but the good ones, look, we just want y'all to have put on a good show for the fans and come out mm -hmm. healthy uh, when it boils down. Okay. Uh, Adrian, people who come on the show, we always have uh, viewers who send in questions. Man, they came raining in, obviously, for Adrian Broner. So let's start uh, from Twitter. This first question asks, at 31, do you have the discipline to resurrect a comeback? Uh, of course. It's, it's really not about um, – because I've always been disciplined. I've always been disciplined. You know, um, I wouldn't, wouldn't have done what I've done in a sport if I didn't have discipline. You know, uh, of course, you know, uh, 
Just watch. Just tell this them don't one, blink. This one says, serious question. Do you practice your dance moves before you actually do them in public or in the ring? No. I, I don't. I just I do whatever I just feel. <laughs> this one comes from Twitter. Does your pop still brush your hair? Yes. Yes, he do. Are you going to bring that back? We haven't seen any pops brushing your hair in the ring in a while. Yeah. Um, this one also from Twitter. It says, will you ever take boxing serious again and not just for one training camp? I told you, um, I, I had to miss, I had to, I, I had to give myself uh, some time away, but yeah, <laughs> that guy is, <laughs> the guy is back. I love it. Uh, this last one here says, how is your mental health doing? Is anyone in your camp looking out for your mental health? Um, my mental health, well, I look at mental health as, you know, that's a self, that's something you have to do with yourself. You know, um, I told you, I look at a lot of things different. You know, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I, I go through things, you know, me and my wife, we going through whatever, but I'm, I'm still happy in life. I, I guess you can understand maybe even the boxing fan. And as you talk about those fans who care about you, because listen, I mean, you, you've gone on social media before and said you wanted to take your own life, uh, that you were going to take your life at a certain time. Listen, I've even called you at one time and said, hey, man, if you need to talk yeah. to somebody, let's talk. So you can understand why some people are concerned, correct? Yeah, 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 I know. I know, uh, like I said, you know, you got, you got – some people who love me, then you got some people that hate me. But even 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 the ones that hate me, they really love me. They just don't know it yet. So but, I get it. Yeah, but overall, I think they want to make sure that from a mental standpoint, Adrian Broner's good. Yeah, I'm straight. Okay. Uh, Adrian, who who is uh, who is your favorite fighter right now to watch? Who is the guy who, when he steps in the uh, ring, you said, "Man, let me turn on my TV, man. My guy's about to fight." I don't turn on TVs. I'll be there. But my right now is Javante Davis and Earl. Uh, Who, who's the one fighter who's had the biggest impact on your life as a boxer? Uh, um, Rashi won. About that, you guys grew up together, and yeah, that's, that's great. Okay, Mr. Broner, we've come to the last segment of this show. We call it the last stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, Mr. Broner. You give me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go, Mr. Broner. Give me the one fighter who gets up under your skin, just every time you see him, you want to fight. Floyd. <laughs> Is A.B. still the can? Anybody can get it for sure. <laughs> Who's got more kids right now, A.B. or Evander Holyfield? 
How many Evander got? Evander got 11. Oh, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've told me that AB has, stand, has stood for uh, Adrian Broner, about yeah. billions, yeah. about business, about boxing. About what does AB stand for now? About bitches. <laughs> about beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, when it's all said and done, what will they say about Adrian Broner's career? Uh, he's one of the best to ever laced up a pair of boxing gloves. One of the best to ever lace up a pair of boxing gloves. And honestly, I, I never looked at it this way, but I changed, I, I changed the way fighters do things now. You know, you know, before I came on the scene, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of fighters flashing and, you know, chains and, you know, you know, now all the young fighters, they got the, the I made it kid. Like, like yo, know, you could see, you could see a fighter like once he gets to that stage, like, all right, he made it now. Okay. He's he he's somebody now. Okay. All right. He gonna come through with a chain on, big entourage, some of the nicest bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, more things change, more things stay the same. He's still the problem. Adrian Broner. Let me tell you something. You know what? I've enjoyed this, man. I wanted to have you on the show, and it's really good to have you on. And it's good to see that you're doing well. That's that uh, is what I'm happy most about is that you're doing well. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, you my boy, man. I, I love you to death, man. You always check on me, man. I appreciate you. I really do, man. And that's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in sports, like the problem, Adrian Broner. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.